Is everyone here like an otter person? <laughs> That's not a bad idea. The odd otters? They might, maybe there's one. The odd odd otters. Odd odd otters. <laughs> I want to be an otter person. That's is that the name of your band? The odd odd, odd, odd otters. We're the odd odd otters, mod odd. We're here to odd odd entertain. One, two, three. Oh. Wait, odd, odd, odd. odd, odd. odd. <laughs> Mystery Tour is a 5th edition D&D actual play about a rock and roll band out on tour that solves mysteries. I'm Ed, and I'll be your DM. Hi, I'm Emily, and I'm playing the Fearbolg. He's a half-giant, so he's pretty big, and he has soft blue skin, droopy calf ears, a shaggy look with a beard, and he's clothed. He's pretty chill, he has a shepherd's crook, and he plays the wash tub bass. Hi, I'm Brayden, I'm playing Staff, who is a changeling bard. Uh, Staff is playing the role of Roger Stewart, who is the guitar player in the band, and Staff likes to keep secrets from the rest of the band and from the rest of society. Uh, as a changeling, Staff can change the way he looks anytime he wants, but all of his equipment will stay the same, so that would be a dead giveaway. Hi, I'm Nora, and I'm playing Windy Snowy Mountain. Wendy is a snow leopard tabaxi bard who likes naps, stories, and singing. She is a lore bard who uses her rapier and crossbow to defend herself and her new bandmates. Last time on Bardic Mystery Tour, the gang continued their search for Torgal's missing laser harp. After interviewing many people from the town, the band still comes up empty-handed. Lacking any more clear direction, the gang returns to Torgal for a new lead. Torgal informs them there is some sort of bone-eater nearby that he believes has stolen his laser harp. We join them as the gang continues to confront Torgal over their own suspicions of himself. This is Bardic Mystery Tour. I'll bet you Bondajoli stole it then if it's no one in the town. I'm sorry, who? Bondajoli the bone-eater. He's out there causing a muck in the forest. I seriously doubt that. Take us to him, man. I'll take true? you there, but he's a monster. That's fine. He'll tear your arms off. All right, I got extra arms, man. Bring your grit. You'll need it to slay the beast. Okay. Do you think that's actually the case? or he's just? We'll get back my laser harp and we'll restore the sanctity of the city. That sounds good to me, man. Does he seem like he's telling the truth what? or is he just trying to put us off? Yeah, I want to roll an insight check. All right, roll an insight check. 13. 10. 8. There's definitely something fishy about what he's saying. Read those thoughts, baby. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna cast Detect Thoughts on him. Alright, he pulls a sword out and he points it and he's like, you're gonna cast Detect Thoughts on me? You sense surface level, irritation, and aggression. Okay, I'm going to intimidate him and I'm going to say, now, sir, there's no reason to make this unpleasant. You've been lying to us this whole day, and I think it's time you come out with the truth and tell us exactly what did happen to your harp before I reveal it to everybody. 16? 
He goes, this is laughable. You guys are idiots. First, you accuse me of wrongdoing, and then you come in here, and you're just terrified of fighting a bone crusher. That's the only reason you aren't willing to go slay a monster. You guys are all afraid. And you don't care about justice or the city. You're only here to thrive off of us and take our survivability. You wandering vagabonds of moochery. Yes, yes. Let it all out. I'd also like to intimidate him. I got an 18. He's like, you two, you're all cowards. Not only are you cowards, you're thieves. You're here to take what's mine. Now get out of my house. I'll slay the bone crusher on my own, and you don't get anyone to play a band with, a show with. I try to persuade him. Okay, I got a 12. He says, no, out with all of you until you're ready to fight the bone crusher. I don't want to see the rest of you. He slams the door. Okay, sir. Well, he slams it, but we're still inside, though? No. No, go out. Get out. Where's this bone crusher, man? Yeah, we'll go to do the bone crusher. We'll We'll play along with your mild fantasy, but you must promise that once we go through with this... I think you should roll to see if you're intimidated. What am I rolling? Um, Like a charisma saving throw? Sure. All right, I only got an eight. I think that you're afraid of him enough that you uh, don't feel like talking back to him. All right, well, then I guess we leave. So you said you're going with him? Yeah, we're ready. We'll go kill the bone crusher. He's like, all right, let's go. I'll show you where this monster lives. Okay. Do we have to go put our armor on, or are we already wearing it? I assumed you were wearing your armor. I was wearing mine. In full disclosure, I'm probably not wearing any armor. Okay. Right? Because I'm, like, dressed as a gentleman. All right. So he leads you down a road you haven't been down before, and it heads into this small wooded area. Now you're in the woods, buddy. Look at all these trees, man. Yeah. Look at him. Because you came in through the farms, but now there's forest. And he's taking you deeper and deeper into the forest. You walk for like an hour or so. And he comes up and he says, there it is. And he points over in the distance and you see this little shack. It's built out of like trees with like just branches on top of it and stuff like that. But it's enormous. Um, Are there windows? No, but if you were closer, because it's dark inside. But if you were closer, you could probably see into... Okay, I want to because sne- it's just like logs. I want to sneak up and lo- see if I can see what's inside of the hut. All right, roll stealth checks. Do you want us to go too? Everyone that wants to sneak. Oh yeah, I want to hang back. Oh, so I want to make it so that he can't be in the back of the group and leave. Well, he's walking up behind Wendy. I assumed we were going to send Watson up in also because okay. Watson's big. And so tough. you're in the back, and Watson and Wendy are in the front, and Toigle is in the middle. Sure. Okay. As long as he's going, you're going. Yeah, I don't want him to have us go into a trap and then leave us there. Okay. I rolled an eight. 21. Nine. All right. You guys sneak up to 30 feet from this huge cabin. It's like a stick hut. It's not much of a cabin. And can we see? No, you're still too far away to see. You're going to keep going? Yeah. All right. You continue to sneak forward, and then all of a sudden, you hear Toigle screaming out at the top of his lungs. You better get out of here, you dumb idiot! You're going to pay your taxes, or you're going to go to jail. I brought the brute squad, and we're going to kill your ass. <laughs> then you hear, what languages do you guys speak? Common and Dorvish. Common, giant, elvish, and gnomish. Inganillion. That's instead of common. <laughs> elvish, goblin, undercommon, celestial, and sylvan. A set of dumb languages. Inganillion is the common, remember? Queen Inganillia. Come on. Pay attention to the campaign instead of just whatevering out, man. Wait, what's it called again? 
Inganilish? Inganalian. Yep. Okay, now I got it written down. Wait, Inga and Inganalia? Jeez, Ed. It's probably named after the queen. Probably. That's what I figured. You That's said. the next mystery. That's what you said. Yeah. Because she won the revolution. Oh, no, I meant Inga, the barkeep. And then, out of the enormous door, steps out a forest giant. And he goes, well, he says something that only the Furbolg understands. Fear. Only the Fearbolg understands. Watson. Only Watson understands. So do you guys, he just makes, like, noises that maybe sound like this. What you understand is interpreted as, What, man? How am I supposed to be able to pay taxes when I don't even live in the city? And then, Toigle reaches into his coat, and he pulls out this bag that's, like, kind of, like, rucksack-sized. How big's a rucksack? Back-sized. My back or like yeah. Sammy Stone's Human, human back size. It probably depends on the person whose rock it is. Let's say this bag is like a foot and a half by a foot sized bag, right? He reaches into his bag way further than you think it should probably go. And he pulls out a bottle with a rag sticking out of it. And he lights it on fire with, I guess he has a lighter. That's kind of weird. And he's like... Bonda Jolie, you're wrong. I brought the city map, and you do live inside the city limits, so you have to pay city taxes, and you owe back taxes for your entire life, and you're going to jail for this one. Oh, my goodness. And then the giant screams something else that the fear bulb understands as, I don't understand. This doesn't make any sense. How am I supposed to collect money when I don't even have a job or anything? And then Toggle goes, then you'll pay with your life. And he hucks the mold. I grab the bottle before he throws it. <laughs> Roll an initiative. 17. Can I cast Prestidigitation to Roll snuff? initiative. 21. All right. So you cast Prestidigitation? Yeah, to snuff the flame. Prestidigitation. 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 All right, his flame goes out. Murloc. I'm going to take the bottle from his hand. I'm going to say, cooler heads must prevail. How do you propose to collect taxes from a dead man? So if you want to take it from his hand, we're going to roll and oppose check here. Okay. Probably strength. Wait, can I use sleight of hand? Sure. 17. You grab the bottle out of his hand. Then he turns and he looks at you. And he reaches his hand back in his bag and he whips out another one and he lights it and he goes, I don't care, we're killing this beast. And he hucks the bottle and it slams into the hut and it shatters and burning fuel bursts all over the roof of the shack. Oh no. Does it seem like he speaks giant and understands what this guy's saying? I mean, he's responding in a way that sounds like he's responding to his, right? He said it doesn't matter. Yeah, okay. Then Bonda Jolie goes... No, my drum set's in there. And he runs back into the burning building. And Toigle says, quick, we have to kill the beast. We have to slay this monster. Fearbolg. I cast Tasha's hideous laughter on uh, crazy dude from the city. What's his name? 
Toigle. Toigle. What does Tasha's hideous laughter do? Uh, it says, a creature of your choice that you can see within range perceives everything as hilariously funny and falls into fits of laughter if the spell affects it. The target must succeed on a wisdom-saving throw or fall prone, becoming incapacitated and unable to stand up for the duration. A creature with an intelligence score of four or less is ineffective. At the end of each of its turns, and each time it takes damage, the target can make another wisdom-saving throw. The target has advantage on the saving throw if it's triggered by damage. On a success, the spell ends. And my spell casting, the save is 14. Wisdom. What happens if he passes? Nothing? Yeah, I think nothing. All right. So then nothing happens. Bummer. Uh, I'm going to run towards the hut. Okay. Uh, you were only like 30 feet away, so. Okay. Windy. I would like to tell Toigle, dude, you got to stop attacking this guy or I'm going to unleash hell upon you. And I ready an attack if he attacks me or the giant or anybody in my party again. Can I do that? Yeah. Okay, that's it. Murloc. I think we have to incapacitate him. He's attacking citizens. This is the worst corruption of power that you can have as, a, as an official. So I'm just going to attack him with my sword cane. Cane sword. Sword. All right. No, I'm, I'm going to add my bardic inspiration to my attack. Met myself a warrior, he was spry and he was quick He gave to me the trapier and he taught me all its tricks A powerful attack is the best kind of defense And when I meet a foe, then they meet their bitter end Ten armor class That's actually a miss He turns around and starts booking it Which, um, he's gonna dash So if you wanna take your opportunity attack Oh, I'll take it Eighteen armor class That's a hit Six damage. All right. You hit him in the back as he turns around. And he starts running and he's screaming, The out-of-towners have banded with the monster and they're going to kill the entire village. And he starts waving his hands above his head and running. Towards us or towards the village? Towards the village. He's like, it was a conspiracy the whole time. They're murderers. Fear bold. Does it seem like I can run into the that hut and help him get his drums out? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I do that. Okay. He's got like a rock kit. Ah, help me, my stuff's burning. Yeah, I grab as much as I can, and I run out the door. All right. I will also run in and help and grab anything that's, like, not on fire. All right. Oh, I'll just chase Toigle then. Okay. I dash. Okay. He dashes away from you, so I guess you get an opportunity attack. Right, you still have a hand weapon? Yeah, and I'm going to spend another bardic inspiration to hit, to hit him because I rolled poorly. Met myself a warrior, he was spry and he was quick. He gave to me the trapier and he taught me all its tricks. 17 armor class. That is a hit. Uh, minimum damage again. Six damage. All right, but he continues running. He's now 150 feet from the shack. Is his stuff safely out of the way of the fire? I mean, you got his drum set out, but like his other stuff's still in there and his house is still on fire. Okay, I'm like, I'll run back in and grab, like, whatever else I can. Okay. Is there any water nearby? There's a stream nearby. I am going to dash after Toigle, and I can move 
double speed in combat. What? Because you're a tabaxi? Yeah. Okay. So how fast do you move when you dash double your speed? What's your movement? 30? 30. Yeah. So I move 120. Is that how doubling works? Or is it double is just add your movement speed? Oh. Um, so dash specifically says any increase or decrease to your speed changes this additional movement. So it will be 120. Okay. You double and double. I move 120 then. But you are 150 feet from Toigle. Yeah. So I'm 30 feet away from You said that now. this lasts until you move zero? No, I can't use it again until I move zero. Oh. You have like rest once. Yeah, I can use it multiple times in combat, but I can't do a burst again until I don't move. Okay. Oh, you ran past Murloc. Yeah. By 30 feet. All right, I'm going to dash up to him. Okay. Again. All right. He is going to dash again so you can take your opportunity attack. Do I get an opportunity attack? Or am I not close enough? You are not close enough. I hit armor class 12. That's a hit. Oh, nice. Seven damage. Ooh, stepping up in the world. Yeah, I rolled a one twice and now I rolled a three, you know? Wait, so when you roll a three instead of a one, you only add one? I added two. So six plus two is seven? Nine damage. What did I say before? Nine damage? It should be, no, eight to, damage. I want you to try this. Eight damage. Add two to six. Uh, what is that, seven? Yeah. Okay, eight damage. All right. Maybe I just forgot what they did to combat. They made it so like in third, you could always run away. But now you always have to fight. Because if he runs away forever, you just get opportunity attacks forever. Yeah. Which is why I, it feels like there should be some sort of chase mechanic. Right. Well, he pulls out his sword and he goes, if you're not going to let me leave, I'll have to kill all of you. And he swings at you. Cutting words. Piercing and quick. My tongue with a flick will cut you right down. Eleven. Oh, then it misses. Okay. Fearbolt. Uh, I feel, because I'm imagining this house is made out of sticks, that there's not a save time for me to go back in there a third time, but really, that's your call? We could say, at this point in time, most of the house is engulfed in flame. Okay, I'm going to stop going in there. And I'm but gonna... really, that's only 12 seconds worth of time. Like, how much fire can you make in 12 seconds? It depends oh. on what's in that thing, right? Like, right. Yeah, that's your call. If it exploded... Is it safe to go in for one more little? No, the whole place is ablaze. All right. It's like an inferno. Hot air is blasting out of the door in your face. Right. You can feel I... your skin drying out. I try to grab onto his arm and pull him back. He's like, no, my stuff. I'm like, it's not safe, man. You can't you can't hurt yourself. We got your drums. We got some of your other stuff. He's like, but my change of underwear. Yeah, but stuff can be replaced. We can get you more. I literally only own a drum set and a change of underwear. Okay, uh, well, I, it's weird that I went back in for more stuff, man. And like, I came back out with more my stuff. Bed. My straw bed is on fire. Yeah, we can make you another bed. It's We gotta save you, man. You wanna help us take out this jerk that's trying to hurt you? He falls on his knees and starts crying. Oh, buddy. I pat him on the shoulder, and I turn around, and I run towards that crowd. All right. Hundy. I'm 90 feet away, right? Because he dashed. No, I, I was 30, but then he moved. No, he turned and fought Murloc. Oh, so I'm only 30 feet away? Yeah. I want to cast Dissonant Whispers. Okay, 
What's the save? Uh, 13. What happens if he saves? He takes half. On a successful save, they take half as much damage. Okay, and it's psychic damage. 11, so five and a half. All right, Murloc. I want to grab him. I want to grapple him and try to wrench that sword out of his hand. Because I don't think we want to kill him because we want him to confess to all of the crimes. All right, roll a grapple check. Uh, I got a four. All right, you grab at him. He just kind of swats your hand away. And then I move to the other side of him to block him from leaving. And then he stabs at you again. Good luck, fool. Fearbulg. That's a miss, then. I guess you can call it a miss if you need to call it something. I just think the sheepish side look isn't good for the audio medium that is the podcast. Fine, he missed. Technically. Unless a seven hits you. It does not, but close. That's a good one. You're not wearing your armor. I should have checked. Uh, if I run 30 more feet towards this mess of people, how far am I from that mess of people? So you are now 90 feet from him. So if you run 30 more feet, you'll still be 60 feet from Toigel. So I run 30 feet towards them, and okay. then I'm going to cast Cloud of Daggers on Toigel. There's a cloud there of spinning daggers, and if you stay there, you'll start to stagger, spinning and over They're my unrelenting hazard. In case you don't know, it says you fill the air with spinning daggers in a cube five feet on each side, centered on a point you choose within range. A creature takes 4d4 slashing damage when it enters the spell's area for the first time on turn or starts its turn there i'm gonna cast that as a level two spell all right that was your turn yeah um can i inspire someone too wendy yeah what you just pointed at i just meant someone like Uh, yeah anyone you want okay i'm gonna inspire wendy All right, Wendy. I'm going to use my hand crossbow and shoot at Toigle. Okay. 15. That's a hit. Three damage. All right. I would also like to inspire my new friend, Murloc. Hey, you. You're pretty cool. And I think the world of you. So let's take a drink. All right, Murloc. I'm going to, um, man, I don't know what to do. I think he's going to die. I think we're going to kill him, and then we're never going to solve the mystery. <laughs> um, Murloc's going to take the dodge action and keep his defense up. I'm going to prevent Toigel from moving past me and getting away, and I'm going to say, the jig is up, Toigel. It's time to turn yourself in. Okay, then on his turn, roll your cloud of daggers damage. Twelve. He raises his hands up, he drops his sword, he goes, All right, I give up! Oh, God! Oh, the knives! They're stabbing me! And he falls on the ground and starts bleeding to death. All right, you want to tie him up while I heal him? Yeah. Yeah, I cancel my daggers. Oh, okay. So that he's not, like, being shredded. Okay. And then we go up and tie him up. Yeah, while you tie him, I'll cast Cure Wounds. If you've been hit the 
Jolie runs up and he says in giant, so only the Fearbulk understands him. We have to kill him. He destroyed my home. I say back uh, in giant. Hey, man, you know that you're really, really upset, but we have to make sure that the law handles him because he shouldn't have come after you. And this way we can get you some justice, man. We burned my house down. Without a house, I don't really live in the city. Yeah, man, you do. You do. We'll help you. What if he was just saying that? We don't have any... Hey, big guy. What? I think that you should ask this giant if he'll oh. play our show with us since we lost Toigle yeah, as our yeah, yeah. bandmate. All right, here's the deal, man. There's this battle of the bands. Yeah, they told me I wasn't allowed in it because I'm not in the city, but which is said, why I didn't pay any taxes. But he said he has his map that you are, so we can help you pay back your taxes with the money we win. You can be a part of our band. You're our in, man. This is perfect. We need proof that I live in the city. The map. He said he has this map. We'll go to his house. Think it's in that bag? Oh, we should definitely check the bag. I'm like afraid of that bag, man. I'll look in the bag. Okay, okay. You reach your arm in and it's way deeper than it should have been. Hey, man, is there a map in there? I keep looking in it. All right, you feel something huge. Is it wet? No, it's firm (laughs) and... Has a handle on it. Uh, I pull it out. It's a case for a laser harp. Oh my I God. open it up. Does it have a laser harp in There's it? There's a laser harp in there. This, and I hate to even use the foul language, but this jerk. Oh my goodness. I take off his shoes and make him walk back barefoot. I'm so mad. That's wow, just Wow, is that a punishment to you? Because you seem like the kind of person that doesn't want to wear shoes. No, I don't care about shoes for me, but he clearly wears shoes, man. Like, this hurts him. All those little sticks. Did you never walk on Legos as a kid? Then you root around a little bit more and you find another Molotov cocktail. This mother... Then you root around some more and you find a map and you pull it out and it has the line that says city boundary and then there's a little hut scratched in the little corner and it says Bondajoli's house. Wait, the what? bone eater. What's his name? Bondajoli. Bondajoli. It's different than Bon Jovi. Okay. It's not supposed to be like Bon Jovi at all, but I can see how you could feel like it is. I don't feel like we really got introduced because there was that whole burning his house down thing and like claiming he was a monster. That whole we accidentally signed up to be like his lynch Tax mom. enforcers. Oh man, oh man, oh man, I got this great idea. After this is all over, you build your house just outside of the town, and then you don't have to pay taxes. But then I can't play in the battle bands next year. Okay, well, you make that call later. All right, man? Or we're looking for a band manager. You, you could come on tour with us. Oh, yeah, I'm probably really good at band managing. I have so many people skills. I live in the woods. Um, I scare the shit out of people. Why do they call you the bone crusher? My name is the bone eater. Yeah, this is quite a logical jump. I say we bring this evidence back to the mayor. And we get this all sorted out. You want to be in our band for this, though? I'll play with you guys, but here's the problem. Everyone in the town hates me because they think I eat bones. we got to rebrand you. Also, hear me out. Some of them eat bones, but for some reason it's this real derogatory. It's like assumed I eat human bones? Wait, is he talking in English now? I mean, is he speaking in... No, he's only speaking in giant. Which, by the way, I want to tell you that... um. In my head canon, giant is just common, like written really big. And so if you try to make like a sign with big letters on it, people are like, I can't read that. It's written in giant. <laughs> <laughs> womp, womp. 
And that's my funny joke I made with myself and I told you about it. Great work, man. Thanks. Yeah, I translate for you guys. Watson, inquire whether or not this large friend does in fact eat human or people bones. I like jostle myself and remember you like to call me that. Okay, man. Hey, uh, my friends want to know like what you do eat. Oh, I eat like the deer and stuff in the woods. Yeah. Because they don't scream when you eat them. Do you kill them first or just like... Yeah, no, I kill them. I like throw rocks at them. Or like turn a tree into a giant spear and just like hock it through its heart. Normal stuff. He's, yeah, he just eats animals, you know? He's a hunter-gatherer type. Then there's nothing to fear from revealing the truth. Yeah. Hey, man, I'll be your friend. Okay. Let's go. Yeah, we got somebody to play with us in the Battle of the Band so we can participate. We've got evidence that he lives in the town. And we're going to turn this scoundrel, Toigle, over to the mayor for justice. You should turn him over to the sheriff. Which is the mayor. Should we bring Mondajoli with us right now? Or do you think yes. that he'll scare, it'll scare the townsfolk? Well, I can't speak for your band, but I assume that my friend Raj would much appreciate having a band able to play. And there's no time to come back and get him again. Yeah, yeah the sun's going down, man. Took All us like right. an hour to get out here. I mean, I could run next to you, but, like, you want to carry this sad sack back? Yeah, I'll carry him. I guess I'll get some drums. Oh, yeah, we have to carry the drum set back. We got this. Okay. We put him in the bag of holding. Oh, I mean, that magical bag that has more space on the inside than the outside. Right. Yeah, it's a bag of stashing. That we're definitely going to keep after this is all over. Yeah. That doesn't need to be reported to the authorities. Oh, yeah. Sick. You don't think if you bring back a living person, they're going to say that they own the laser harp and that it shouldn't be forfeited because of, like, a simple assault and home attackery and arson? We'll see what happens when we take him back. All right. Hey there, groupies. Brayton here. Thanks for listening to the podcast once again. We are having a whole bunch of fun playing new characters and writing a whole bunch of new spell songs, and we hope you're having fun listening to them. Remember, you can listen to the old ones on our Bandcamp site. If you miss them, you're a little nostalgic. Although, you know, the new ones are better and better, so I'm sure you don't miss them. Uh, Speaking of Bandcamp, you can find our music on there, but you can also find all of our albums, like our regular songs that we write, on Spotify and Google Music and who knows, Pandora probably and stuff. So check that out. And if you're ever not sure where to find information, Head on over to bardicmysterytour.com and you'll find out everything that there is to know. All right, we will catch you guys next week. Bye. So you walk into town with a forest giant and then you are walking through the streets that are pretty empty because it sounds like there's a pretty big festival going on. But then you run into some people that are wandering around like, oh my God, it's the bone eater. They just run. And he's like, see, everyone's afraid of me, and they think I eat bones. Oh, chin up, fellow. Hey, you can't understand him. I'm like, hey, guy, hey, hey, grab, like, a tree branch and just, like, pretend like you're a vegetarian. You know? Gotta improve your image just for a minute. Vegetarians don't eat trees. What do you call broccoli? Broccoli. I'm not too concerned. It's we fine. We just keep going. It's fine. And I'm like, hey, man, he doesn't eat people. He doesn't eat people. Doug, he doesn't eat people? He doesn't eat People. Then why do they call him the bone eater? Because some jerk gave him a nickname. You never got teased in school? They did call me dumb face in school. Yeah, see what I'm saying? And my face isn't even dumb. Yeah, like my names, head's dumb. Names don't matter. Man, I've been saying this all my life. Names don't 
matter. It's fine. He's not a bone eater. He's not a people person eater. He just he just lives in the woods, man. He just has a bad case of really bad marketing. All right, so you show up at the festival. Mm-hmm. We're the biggest band here. Literally. Roll, yeah. We gotta roll some sort of charisma check to make sure that, that you don't cause a stampede. Persuasion? Try a, let's do a let's do a mass persuasion check. How do we do that? You all roll one, but you don't help each other. You just each of you takes up one third of the crowd. Okay. Okay. Sixteen. Fifteen. Twenty. It seems like it's going to turn into a disaster, but thanks to the guile of this group of adventurers, you turn the crowd's attitude around into a that of a peaceful crowd, and they stop panicking, and they're like, okay, he's not actually eating bones. Everything's okay. And he finds a couple more people who speak giant. Peace prevails. Stance, and then they start having a beer together. Oh, that's nice. I like that. And then the mayor finds you, and he's like, you guys brought a forest giant? In August Town? That's wild and dangerous. He's our drummer, man. There was nearly a mass panic. He is a citizen of August Town. He lives out in the woods. Let me show you this map, man. Let me see that map. Do you see this line of demarcation? He's inside of it. This is the official city map demarcation line. And that is a hand-scribbled line that says Bondajoli's hut. Does look like maybe he does live in the city. Yeah. He's our drummer, man. But that doesn't mean he can play an instrument. He does, though. Yeah. Okay, well, that does then mean that he can play an instrument. Um, Murlock Holmes is, like, monologuing about how he solved the case while he's pacing back and forth, like, on the side (laughs) of this conversation. (laughs) To himself. Yeah, he thinks other people are listening, but... That's not happening. Apparently not. He's like, well, all right, I can stick you in the building. I'll put you right here, right after Death Saves and right before... William Willies and, and the Wild Willies. How about that, guys? Sounds good. What's your band name again? The Biggies. Dream Lancer. Oh, yeah. But Big you have to E tell and the Dream Lancers? No, no. You guys have to tell them. Big E and the Dream Lancers? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just for today. <laughs> That's the Giants' stage name. Big, Big E. e. Big it should B. be Big B. Oh, Big B. Big B and the Dream Lancers. It's all written in Giants, so it's all caps. <laughs> well, it's... No, like, Big is... Like a capital letter, then two lowercase ones. But then B is capital B, capital E for Bone Eater. Oh, man, we're killing this here. All right. So you watch Copperwise was on when you showed up, and they did pretty good. I got to slink out. So I say, excellent work there, Watson. You've really come a long way. And as I've always said, a little elementary thinking can go a long way. I, like, twitch and realize he's talking to me again. And then I abscond back to the hotel in secret to switch back to Roger Stewart. Then you listen to Elysium. They any good? Yeah, they're cool. They play an unplugged set, though, and it's not the same as their normal set. And they sing like covers. Their most famous song is a cover. What's it a cover of? Something about a box of birds on a shelf. And then Roger shows back up. Oh, hey, Rog. Where you been, buddy? What's his voice? Hello, it's me, Rog. The, the fella in your band. We missed you. We had this whole adventure with your friend Murloc while you were gone. Oh, I met a couple of groupies and I was just getting to know them pretty well. That's gross. I am kind of a a bad band member. Maybe we'll right on. Let's play this show and then see if our musical differences take us a different direction. Okay. The suborgs come on. Oh, did you do anything about uh? We tried Toidle? to take him. We tried to take him to the. Mayor. I thought that that was the whole, yeah, we turned him into the mayor with that whole conversation. 
Oh, I thought you just when showed I was him monologuing. the bone eater. <laughs> yeah, you monologued it and no one listened. So Torgo's just unconscious. I, wait, I thought that we, during that, I'm sorry. I thought that during that conversation. Oh, you healed him. That, uh, yeah, should we go back to that conversation? No, it's fine. Yeah, so we tell the mayor about it and we show him the evidence. And I think that unless you guys can come up with a way around it, I think we had to show him the bag of holding. Even though I really want to keep that secret. But we can't just show him the map? Yeah. Well, and the auto harp, or the laser harp is really important. Why does he care about that? The mayor? Yeah. Well, Tori goes like, don't let them keep my bag of holding and my laser harp. And we're just like, we don't know what he's talking about. He's like, I have a bag of holding. It has my laser harp in it. Literally, they got the drum set out of it. Yeah, I think we ha- I think that we can. That was mine. And then the ma- mayor minus was like, yeah, he is known to have a bag of holding. So this is probably his bag of holding, unless you have another one. And then we're like, this guy's a criminal. Who are you going to believe? Just because you're a criminal doesn't mean you're a liar. Just because you're a liar doesn't mean you always lie. It also doesn't mean you don't have rights. Yeah. It's still his property. All he has to do is serve out his time for this arson crime, and you can go back to being the tax collector. Great. No, I feel like it would be nice if the city would pass a law about him going back to being the tax collector after he clearly abused the power. Damn it, we should have killed him. That does seem like a reasonable thing to do. I'll get the board on it. Is the board just you, man? Me and Twinkle. And then the vagrants play. And then Death Saves played, and they get up in there and they rock their freaking socks off. Their own socks off. Oh, wild. And they kill it. It's like the best song you ever heard. What's it sound like? Sounds like, um... And then you guys play a show. Hey guys, thanks for having us at your Battle of the Bands. We're going to play our first song. And then Bondajoli says in the back, in Giant, don't forget to tell them that our name is Big B and the Dream Lancers. The whole point of this song is that names don't matter, man. Sticks and stones can't break. Got it. 
Roll a performance check to see if you do better than the death saves. How's this? What's the mechanic? We're going here? to. All right, we're gonna roll and then add all your things up and then average them all up. All right, this is gonna be death saves. Okay, now you roll. Fifteen. Six. Oh, can we have inspired each other first? I do still have bardic inspiration. It's been in more than an hour, but if you guys have extra bardic inspirations, you want to use them, then you got to do it before you go on stage. Oh, should we start this whole thing over? No, just say you did it before you went on stage. And next time, remember. We did it before you went on stage. Okay. Hey, you. You're pretty cool. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt because I didn't tell you you were going to have to do it this time. 63. Is your total? Is our total. That's our average. Wow. Then you guys freaking rock the whole stadium and the entire festival ground goes nuts. You're not going to tell us what we got versus what they got so we can shove it in their stupid faces? No. And then, well, fine. I'm going to roll for William Williamson and the Wild Willies. At the end of the thing, the mayor collects all the tickets and he. Ben's like, well, it's before Willie Williamson and the Wild Willies goes on, but all the, you haven't seen people going over there to vote. They already know what they sound like. And they uh, collect them all up and they tally all the votes, and then the mayor goes up on stage and he's like, all right, this year, the Battle of the Bands winner is Big B and the Dream Lancers. Heck yeah, Woo! baby. Everyone's like, yeah, what a good showing they did. Best band in August Town. And there's a lot of cheering. And then he says, come on up on stage. Receive your award. Do you guys go up there? Yes. And he has a trunk. And he's like, here's a trunk. And it has 400 gold in it. We take it with us. He's like, thanks for playing at the Battle of the Bands. And we'll see everyone next year for Battle of the Bands number seven. Nice. Nice. So did William Williamson and the Wild Willies compete? Yeah, it does seem weird that they would not get to play before people voted. You know what I mean? They kept taking the tickets, but they started counting them. But then they re- then they added the extra ones. Yeah, but what about all the people that saw theirs and then said, yeah, you know what? Big B and the Dream Lancers was better. And then they came to vote for us. I just think that next year... All right, year- you waited until all the bands were done and then they voted. Okay. That does make way more sense. What would make more sense is doing multiple rotations, but I didn't feel like doing that. Guys, we won the Battle of the Bands. We're so amazing. We can only go up from here. And it's super late at night, but the hotel is completely booked. No more rooms. You go to Inga's, and Inga's like, I'm sorry, guys. I'm all booked up for the night. Blast. Oh, man. I guess we have to camp out in the woods with our buddy, Big B. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe we can go down to his plot of land and set up some tents. 
Guess that's what we're going to have to do. All no right. room at the end. You guys go make a campfire with Big B? Yeah. yeah. But like a bonfire, you know? They already had one bonfire today. Oh, it was all of his stuff. Oh. I put my bedroll on a tree and fall asleep. I think that while we're sitting around the campfire, um, like I feel like it's going gonna, it's gonna to get a little intimate, right? You know, and I'm going to, I want to divulge a secret to my bandmates. I'm going to say, hey guys, uh, I've been lying to you for a couple of months now. I'm not really British. What? What? Yeah. You've been faking an accent the whole time? Yeah, I know. It was a pretty good accent, but I can't live with a lie anymore. And it's not just because I'm played by a poor voice actor. It's the guilt. And I'm really sorry, and I hope that you guys can forgive me and you don't kick me out of the band, because this is the best band I've ever been a part of. Well, thanks for sharing that with us. Yeah. It's going to take me a while to trust you again, though. Well, I understand if... If you want me to leave or stay in August Town, you know. No, you can stay here, man. It's okay. fine. But uh, we do have to figure out one thing. I feel like we owe our buddy here, Big B, help. Because that's what we promised him with the money. Oh, yeah. So we should probably figure out like how much he owes or like the housing thing so that he's not stuck when we go to leave. We could deal with it tomorrow, but I think we should... Do what yeah. we said. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think that makes sense. Maybe we should... Can you talk to him and find out if he wants to come with us on the road? Yeah. Hey, uh, Big B? Yeah, what's up? Do you want to come with us and be our drummer on the road? I don't know if the traveling life is for me. You know, I scare everybody. This town just got used to me. They, were already, they already know I exist, so they were already not that afraid of me. But, like, you wander into, you know... Yeah. You know what it's like. Yeah, I do. The big guy's always getting looked at. Everyone's squaring up. Plus, you're just like a little pipsqueak compared to me. I know, I know. How tall is this guy? Just curious. Mm, 12 feet or something tall. Yeah, he's like almost twice as tall as he's me. He's a big O. He like didn't get on the stage. He drummed in front of the stage. Does he still um, use regular size drumsticks? Yeah, yeah. He's like a little tiny human drum set. five Bs. Yeah. Well, uh, how much money you uh you think you owe, man? I don't think it's that bad. I mean, like, well, we just got four hundred gold. If my share of that's a hundred, then I think that should more than pay for the taxes, and I can buy myself a nice house out here. You'll have extra. You'll be all right with a hundred. Yeah, I think so. Right on, man. Cool, cool. We just want to do right by you because you kind of saved us. You know? Yeah, I had a lot of fun playing with you guys. Well, if we come back, will you play with us again? It felt so natural. It was the first time we ever played together, and it just came off like it was rehearsed. Rad. All right, dude. I'm feeling tired. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to meditate a little and then... Take a little nap or do. Yeah. Okay. Give him some gold. I do. Yeah. Okay. I mean, like... Well, I don't know who has the trunk. Do I have it because it's heavy? Sure. sure. All right. I'll give everyone their 100 gold out of the middle. Yeah, if he wants to keep the trunk, too, you can let him have it for his new house. Oh, yeah. You want this? Yeah, whatever. My first possession. And your drums. And my drums, yeah. We all fall asleep around the fire. I look around. Um, Are there any animals around? Um, Sure. You mean like small woodland animals? Yeah. Like a squirrel? Yeah, or like a bird. Yeah. All right, I'm going to cast Animal Messenger on it.
Um, and I'm going to tell this animal to take a message to my family. Okay. I get 25 words or fewer, and it can go 50 miles by air or 25 miles by land. And then when it gets there, it's going to like say it in my voice. So you prefer a bird because it's faster? Yeah. All right. Well, farther. It can go farther. Okay. Oh, it's amount of time. It's Yeah, it's for 24 hours. And a bird can fly 50 miles in 24 hours. Yeah. Okay. So I cast Animal Messenger and I say, Hey fam, had our first show tonight. Won the Battle of the Bands. Look for postcards if we stray too far. Love you. Miss you. Cool. Everyone dozes off into the night. A brand new life is started of mystery solving. An adventure for Big B and the Dream Lancers. Yeah, but I mean, it's just going to be Dream Lancer after this, right? Join us next time on Bardic Mystery Tour. It's the Bardic Mystery Tour. There's only one thing we implore. Tell all your friends and they'll tell more. Warn your sheriff because we're kicking indoors. Thanks to our friends over in the band The Crooked Cobras. They let us use their song Dead Eye off of the album Appetite for Distraction. Here's the full version of the song. You already heard part of it whenever Death Saves played. show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. 
Bardic Mystery Tour is recorded at Looking for Group Pittsburgh. Looking for Group Pittsburgh is a land center in the Brookline neighborhood of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. If you're in the area, stop by for games, co-working, or events. Find more information or schedule your next party at lfgpgh.com.